welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones. Unscripted Energy is a podcast focused on the healing properties of energy work integrated in everyday things in everyday life. Unscripted because it's just that. Unscripted, unedited authenticity from two people working in the field of energy and spiritual wellness. So tune in, not just to us, but to yourself and experience unscripted energy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unscripted Energy. I'm your host, Nora Nopal, joined with my co-host, Pat Jones. What's going on today, Pat? How's Pat today? I am good. Thank you. Good. The, the sun is out. It's a beautiful spring day. Grass is getting green. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. How are you? Other than this frog that's trying to inhabit my throat, fantastic. Good. I feel feel great. This just a little froggy this morning for some reason. Froggy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have good. that when you talk for a living. So. Yes. <laughs> take care. Gotta take care of your instrument. Yes. Yeah. So we are in season four, episode thirteen. And if you've never joined us before now, and you're just happening upon us on Spotify or Google Podcast, just like the intro said. It's unscripted. We don't know what we're going to talk about until one of us pulls the magic word of the week out and we have a discussion about it, where it lands with us, where it hits us from an energy standpoint, how we feel about it, what it reminds us of. Everything and anything is fair game. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of stories. (laughs) You never know what it's going to spark, right, Pat? That is for sure. Yeah, it's been really interesting all four seasons. I think that, um, I think the stories that come out from just the simple word, right? Yeah, lots of memories and, um, you know, how that word triggers us. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. way. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes in a good way. (laughs) Yeah, most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah, we try to keep it, you know, lively and positive here, but we also try to just be like you know really just authentic Real. and and yeah. do do our part to just whatever if if something sparks um you know a different emotion we just talk about it we call out yeah. our flaws so this is when we say unscripted we mean if you hear a dog bark or ups lawnmower, ring her doorbell lawnmower season lawnmower season although i'm recording in and for those of you who are just oh. listening, <laughs> that happened. That actually happened. My husband started yeah. mowing the lawn while we were recording, and I was like, <laughs> "So, we don't we don't edit. We don't edit. We call it we out. Not. We curse the yeah. husband on the air <laughs> for mowing the lawn while we're recording." So, yeah. thanks for joining us wherever you're tuning in from, wherever or however long you've been listening, whether it's the first time or you're a long timer. So we appreciate yeah. you. 
We do. Yeah. So, Pat. Yes. It is it's, your week. I need to pick a word. So, Pat's picking a word from her word bowl, and this is what we're <laughs> going to talk about. She, we always giggle. It doesn't matter I, what the word is. We always I giggle. I know. <laughs> it's funny. What's your word? Effervescent. <laughs> Effervescent. Where did I come up with that one? I wonder if that's been in there for a minute. If you, if that goes back to orbiculous. <laughs> that's what it. No, that's what think, came to my mind. I think this is one of the new ones that I put in oh. when we started this season four. Effervescence. I think I heard it one day, and I thought, oh, that'd be a fun word. That is a fun word. There's two things that came to my mind, but I'll, when you said it, and one of them was the word. Or was it orbisculus or orbisculate? Remember where the the made up word about the grapefruit? Yeah. The, yeah. It's the that's the thing that happens when you cut into a citrus fruit and you get squirted in the eye. Yeah, that was <laughs> a fun, that was a fun one from. I'm sure that was season one. That I think that was season one or two. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So. So. I won't tell you what the other one is until later. I'll save that. Can we get going? Okay. Yeah, maybe it'll come out. <laughs> Um, the definition is, this is funny, effervescing, <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bubble, <laughs> bubbling, vivacious, merry, lively, sparkling, busy, bubbly, it also has carbonated, animated, these, and the other ones are other words for effervescent, and animated, enthusiastic. Maybe you're, maybe you're saying... Trying to come up with some, maybe it just reminded you of me. That sounds like how. That could be. Oh, how I describe myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other thing is, it, after reading all those words, that it sounds like Qigong to me. Of course. It does sound like Qigong. <laughs> with her, she's got her with her Qigong shirt on today. Qigong shirt on. Yeah. Um. It's all yeah. Qigong. Go. I like that word. It's fun to say. It's kind of difficult it to say sometimes. Effervescent. It's not something that a word that we use often, probably. No. But unless we're a soda pop salesman or something. But it's kind of a fun word. Yeah. So. Yeah. Was, so soda. That's a good. Soda is a good. Uh, correlation there the other thing that went that came into my mind when i heard the word effervescent <coughs> mm -hmm. was was the uh was effervescent the, oh. the denture cleaner <laughs> that where the, i think that's where the effort comes from in effervescent effervescent dentures that probably is yeah yeah, yeah effervescent because you know for, those of you that are dentures know this that they're little tablets that you plop in the water to clean your you clean well, your teeth. It seems like that commercial was on a lot back in the day. Yeah, both of my parents were denture wearers and so as a curious little kid, it was really fun to plop those in the toilet. I'm just saying. <laughs> For a fun little It was something fun to do. Go through my parents adventure. and yeah, when, go. You, when you don't have anything else to do, <clears throat> hey, let's go. Let's go plop out. 
effortant in the toilet. And <laughs> see what happens. See what happens. It was kind of fun. That's cute. Yeah. Oh. See, well, we nice. told you. There, you never know what's going to come out of our mouths. Right. That's right. But it really does make me think of of Qigong, and especially when I, the last word I read was lighthearted, and mm. that that really is a a principle and um, a, a place to to be and to get to when you are practicing energy work. Yeah. Yeah, to have that kind of burdensome feelings lifted up off of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. You know, it's making me, I'm already formulating, you know, hypnotist thinking metaphors, so I'm already formulating some mm -hmm. visuals for later on in the show, so this is going to be cool. This is a good word. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, to begin, we'll do a little drop-in here, and and um, I have my hands, palms together, and if you would like to drop in with us, if you have a moment where you feel uh, comfortable and safe to close your eyes and have a little Qigong meditation to begin, palms together and start to do a little deep abdominal breathing, breathing through the nose, inhale and exhale through the nose and allow the abdomen to expand like a balloon on the inhale and then relax towards the spine on the exhale. You can even put your hands on the abdomen if you would like. And slowing down the breath slows down the mind. Just take a moment here to notice and drop into the lower dantian, the lower abdomen, which helps bring us into this moment right here, right now. Nowhere else to be, nothing else to do, just right here in this fine moment. start to notice your hands and start to feel the aliveness in the hands, just putting the awareness there. sometimes we although it's hard to describe chi but sometimes we describe chi as bubbling or tingling or sparkling 
and we could also use our word for today, effervescent. Notice how it feels for you to just be aware of your aliveness, your life force energy, your chi. You might feel it in the palms of your hands. You might feel it all over your body or anywhere in between, or you might not feel it right now and that's okay. We can notice and sense and feel our chi to the degree to which we can let go. Let go of tension, let go of striving or forcing, just letting go and just being in this moment. And that helps us to heal and it helps us to have that feeling of lightheartedness and a sparkling energy that you might see with sunlight on water. You might see that sparkling and and it helps you feel that within your body. So let's take a nice deep breath into that effervescent energy that that we all have that we can all uncover and take that feeling with you into our time together and into the rest of your day namaste namaste thank you pat you're welcome. Effervescent. Oh, I yeah. got all sorts of beautiful imagery there that I, mm-hmm. for now and for for later and mm-hmm. yeah, that's such beautiful imagery in in that meditation about you know the no even if you don't know what your chi is supposed to feel like even in that mm-hmm. visual you might imagine, you know, some kind of stirring or some kind of sensation within you or around you. And just that little subtlety of, you know, of that knowing, you know, is that reminder that our, that energy is everywhere and everything is energy. And, and while that can seem on the surface, could be overwhelming that everything is energy and we in it can be but mm-hmm. it's in that subtleness you know in the mm-hmm. that we realize that we have how much control we have over that right we have can yeah. we can control the 
the gurgling and the bubbling and the, you know, with our breath. Because when we, like yeah. you said, what was that you said about you? If you slow your breath, you slow your mind, right? Right, right. And one way to describe Qigong is movement, breath, and awareness. And so you're now in that meditation, I wasn't moving my body or any part of my body, but just putting the awareness to your hands, um, you can start to feel that, that chi, that energy and, um, someone who, who maybe hasn't experienced that yet, um, you know, you may feel it at first or you may not, but, but that's why we practice Mm -hmm. and, and it's, it's that experience of starting to feel and, and then knowing like, oh, this, you know, that's what they're talking about. It's, it's palpable. It's, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, yeah. Um, and one of my, um, mentors or teachers he always says that um what i said about letting go you can you feel you start to feel chi to the degree of how you can let go and many times in practice um the slower you move the more you feel it and Mm. it's so counterintuitive to our modern life that it's we are all about how fast can we go how fast can we get this how fast can we go there and and so it's more of our natural way of being than what modern life is it seems like it's weird but it's really not. It's really how it's supposed to be. Yes. You know, um, I can go on and on. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let you. You're on a roll. <laughs> you know, that idea of, you know, experiencing your energy in that way in even the most subtle um, of movement. You know, even if mm-hmm. you're currently just sitting still or lying down and listening to us right now, mm-hmm. you're a, you may not realize how aware you are because maybe, like Pat said, you're somebody who has just gotten into practices such as these or maybe this is your first time. And so I always say to, um, like especially clients who come to me who have never meditated before they they say, oh, I can't meditate because I can't turn my thoughts off. Yeah. And I always say, well, then I don't want you to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't expect you to turn your thoughts off because, well, if you tune into your breathing, it slows your mind down. Keep that in mind, listeners, that that's what Pat said. It slows mm-hmm. your mind down. We're not trying to stop it. It's not, it's not a turning off <laughs> switch. Yeah. No, we're just trying to slow it down so that, um, you know, I slow it down so that you can pay attention to it because you know that mm-hmm. what you were saying there earlier about life just goes fast right it's an, it's literally a blur because mm-hmm. we're moving so quickly through mm-hmm. life that it is quite literally a blur 
and you don't get to stop and enjoy the effervescence, if you will, of mm -hmm. it all mm -hmm. until you slow down and or or sometimes sometimes stop, right? Yeah. But it's the yeah. physical stopping of us just sitting. And mm -hmm. in, in in that we're not actually stopped, right? Because we're we're just slowing down because what right, I would remind moving. Yeah, because I would remind you that even if you're sitting down, you're still moving. Like your eyes are blinking, right? There's thoughts going through your mind. Mm -hmm. And one of the key things that you can notice about the energy moving through you and how it shifts and changes and is your breath. Mm-hmm. Because the moment you, wherever you are, your breath is in one one form. It's bubbling in a certain way into you and out of you. But the moment you stop and you pay it awareness and you notice it, that takes a different course. It takes a different shape, right? Yeah. The, bu yeah. the bubbling changes. And in that same way, the moment you notice it, your mind starts to tell you to do something differently with it, right? It's either, you know, for, with whatever you're doing. If you're exerting yourself, you're breathing harder. If you're sitting in mm -hmm. that stillness and you noticed it, then that that stillness makes space for you to breathe a little slower or more regulated. So yeah. that constant changing and shifting is, is the effervescence of your breath within you. Yeah, and I just thought of when you described that, you described the yin and the yang. Mm. And yin and yang creates chi. Yeah. And and we say um, a saying in Qigong is um, the quickest, or what Li said, quickest way to, the breath is the quickest way to chi. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what you were describing. Well, look at me. Look at you. <laughs> Look at me go. Yeah, it and you know, so when when you like like I said, people will call me all the time and say, you know, can you teach me how to meditate? Because I'm one of those people that I don't mm -hmm. I, I can't do it. And you know, my quick answer is, yeah, I can, but you're probably already meditating and you don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah, yeah, um another Lee thing is <laughs> He says, um, you really don't have to teach people how to meditate because um, he would go, do you know how to worry? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's just kind of the opposite of, it's, it's putting your focus and your mind on, on positive rather than something like worry. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, there's different kinds of meditation, but um, oh, oh, sure, yeah. Um, but what's yeah. one of the things though when you were talking about that that I thought about was this, um, you know, when you think of a person who is like this effervescence of of life, right? Their energy, like embodying uh, this idea of effervescence, is <laughs> it, right? Is is this happy? I, yeah, I have to um, say that would be my youngest grandchild, Jensen. Oh. <laughs> yes. He is like the epitome of effervescence right now. Oh. 
um, just be bopping around mm-hmm. and um, you know how he's almost two mm. and you know through the eyes of a two-year-old everything's a wow and um, the expressions on his face um, when he, uh, you know he's doing something or looking at something mm-hmm. and you know he has this expression of wow on his face and yeah, that's kind of, he's the first one I thought of when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> this effervescence of, mm-hmm. of of humanity, you know, just. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's people, like, you know, that we just know um, that, you know, for, you know, they're, they're just bubbly, right? They're just. Yeah. You never see them having a bad day. Like, um, I sometimes I tell myself, like, gosh, I wonder what that. <laughs> I wonder what that feels like to just be <laughs> like, you know, always, always up. Like some, it surprises me. I think sometimes that people will say, you know, as I was kind of making a joke before we, um, you know, as we were getting started, like, it sounds like you're describing me. Um, you know, as I get surprised yeah. when people say that about but, me, you know, but know that they're probably not like that a hundred percent. Right. Right, and I was at that exactly. It might seem like they are, but because I feel like I'm pretty up most Mm -hmm. of the time. I would say that about you. But I definitely have my moments, just like just like everybody else. And don't you find yourself like when people are like, "Oh, you're always so bubbly. You always bring balance. You, you know, you just go, gosh, if you only knew what was bubbling below the surface." (laughs) Talking about me? (laughs) Does somebody else walk in here? Um, because yeah, I'm like, if you only knew what was bubbling below the surface, you might not think that about me, but that's, that's life, right? I mean, we don't always, yeah. not everybody shows their, um, you know, their, wears their heart on their sleeve or shows all their emotions like right out front all the time. And I don't well, think I... that that means that you're not authentically living as you, you know, you don't have to be that person that's just all the time, like. This is me, take it or leave it, you know, um, in order to be like your authentic self. Right. Well, and I think the difference for me has been that the the emotions can flow through me easier. Mm. They don't, I don't have that, I don't get stuck in, in emotions as, as much as I used to, yeah. I, for myself, that's the difference. Yeah, I have my moments, definitely, but I don't, I don't sit in it maybe as long. You allow that moment to be, and mm-hmm. and then and it's move the forward. it's the wind moving through the trees, right? It's the clouds going across the sky. It's, that's what I've learned. That's, that's the practice. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's why they call it practice. It's not like, okay, you're going to do this and then one day you're going to be, you know, that 100% bubbly that we're talking about. Right. No, but. (laughs) Probably not. More. Many more moments of bubbly, and then 
Yeah, there's there's some things that go flat. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know? the bubble the bubbles just aren't the there. Go, yeah, the bubbles. Or, go or flat. it seems like they're not. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's um. I don't know. I'm trying to think of this idea of, um, you know, the relatability, right, between our energy and, like, the energy of the world around us, right? Because mm-hmm. there's all this bubbling, this effervescent energy around us and in us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's that, it's that awareness that leaves us unsettled that there's so many things like that that bubble up it's too much it's too much and we just don't know like what am i supposed to give attention to right what mm-hmm. what do i need to do you know what do i need to let go of what should i say and when should i speak up i can mm-hmm. tell you from experience that that's you know something that i struggle with daily because Um, you know, I just, I don't like it when people are like blatantly like rude and obnoxious and that will cause me to Mm -hmm. want to speak up quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. I have to learn to sometimes let, to let that go. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's really hard because, um, it's one of those things that just bubbles up and just is very irksome. Yeah. You know, and so learning to be able to say, you know, to know when you have to interject in that way or when you have to burst somebody's bubble sometimes, um, you know, they're not always, it's not always great feelings in in that realization and that knowing. Um, And something, like I said, I'm still... I'm still working through to know when to um, just gently simmer <laughs> mm-hmm. or gently boil <laughs> and be like, hey, that's not cool. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's uh, definitely part of the practice part, right, of knowing yeah. when and that to kinda, bubble. That kind of makes me think of parenting Mm-hmm. because... There are so many times in parenting where you have to check yourself. Hmm. And am I am I going to boil over? Am I at the you know the lowest simmer where I can be? And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I guess I just thought it when you were describing that. <laughs> that's what made me think of it. Yeah, uh, and you know, and we go back to that idea too of you know, this effervescent personality, right, that looks very different in a lot of people. Sometimes it's very mm-hmm. happy and, um, you know, and in, in inviting and um, exuberant. That's another word I think of when I think of mm-hmm. an effervescent personality. Like, but sometimes that, um, that effervescent personality can also look like everybody's cheerleader, right? Sometimes it's that positive person that's just like you know you can you can do it you can go you know there's nothing you can't do if you put your mind to it and mm-hmm. and sometimes those types can be annoying mm-hmm. 
right? Again, again, too much. Too much. Sometimes too much of a good thing is just too much. Yeah, and it and that's like, not okay. and that's not to con yeah, that's not to condemn those with the bubbly right. personalities. That's a, that's a me problem, not a them problem, right? Mm -hmm. That I have to in that moment go okay he's a lot <laughs> he's a lot but i'm just gonna have to deal with what i can deal with um you know and so this all just goes back to being able to center and ground in your energy first and yeah. being aware of you know those bubble those things bubbling up inside of you and what you can do to control them or maybe you can't and that's something that you can work on but um, if you are one of those bubbly personalities that just seems like nothing ever bothers you, and I certainly know some types, but I also, I'm glad that you brought up that they're probably not always like that all the time. Um, you know, so that's, I think, something to be aware of, too, that if you know somebody who is generally like that, and you see them having a moment, as we said, um, to know when to allow them to have that moment and when to interject because, you know, happy, bubbly people are allowed to have bad days too. Of course. You know, yeah. we're human. Yeah. We can't always be on go for you people. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you just need a little space. A little space uh -huh. can make all the difference. A little space can make all the difference. You know, when you, you said that, one of the images that came to mind was, like when you're blowing bubbles, you know, you, you're dipping the wand into the mixture, mm -hmm. what have you, or whatever device you're using to make bubbles, you know. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, like, little kids will, like, you know, make milk bubbles. They blow in the straw and make the mm -hmm. make the milk mm -hmm. bubbles. You know, and you think about like in that in that imagery for a second. Think about that imagery for a second when you are using that straw and and all that air is so close together. Everything is so so close together. When all those molecules come really close together, you know, as human beings, when that effervescent energy becomes too close together, we could get uncomfortable by the closeness, right? Mm -hmm. All that energy just comes bubbling to a head. It's that discomfort that we notice first, like, I don't like this. But when we, you know, are using the wand and we're doing one bubble at a time and we see how big we can get it and then it breaks off, right? There's no other bubbles, just us in our space. Mm -hmm. Then we don't necessarily have that friction Right, so yeah. if you think about that kind of metaphor when you're like dealing with people, you know, I would encourage you to focus on which one of those bubbles in the many that you are and work to just try to breathe space into it so that you mm -hmm. can separate yourself from that group of bubbles. Yeah, um, oh, that's good. Yeah, sometimes I come up with them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in doing that, when you're putting when you're breathing into that space and putting space between you and the rest of the bubbles, you're slowing your mind down, you're slowing your breath down, which is then slowing your reactionary markers and, um, you know, your, your sense to want to be 
um, reactionary. You're um, yep. allowing somebody yep. else's bubble to trigger you. Just Not more able to respond. Yes, rather than react. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these are important lessons. Really, really are. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, just talking about the blowing the bubbles, the, the, the joy and, and glee when kids are doing that, you know, mm -hmm. have you ever seen kids blow bubbles and not be, not be happy? Exactly. Yeah. So excited and thrilled about yeah. it. Yeah. I you still, know. I still do. Yeah, I yeah. love bubbles. <laughs> yeah. But if we, yeah. if, and, and think about this for a second, what else? when we think we're on this bubble, this effervescent bubble metaphor right now, right? Mm -hmm. What, what is in that bubble? What is in that bubble? Sometimes we could look at that bubble inside and either those bubbles, the small ones or the big ones. Mm -hmm. And we can say, we can, in one side of it, we can look and say, oh, it's, it, it's air, it's light, right? It's mm -hmm. very, you know, freeing and like that lighthearted aspect that Pat spoke about of her meditation. But sometimes inside that bubble is gas, uncomfortable, bloaty nastiness. There you <laughs> Let's go. Let's be real. It's not always lighthearted. You know, effervescent doesn't always mean, you know, putting light and air into it. Sometimes you have to sit through that discomfort in order for the to experience the lightheartedness or to appreciate mm -hmm. the lightheartedness. That's very true. So the next time you see somebody who's just way too bubbly and they're too much for you, just remember, <laughs> just remember, instead of a smile, they could be a fart. So <laughs> it might be gas. <laughs> it might be gas. Would you rather be happy or uncomfortable? Oh, that is so good. It's, it's true. Yeah. It's, it's, Some, it's true. Sometimes that energy is a gurgling mess of stress in your gut, and you're just trying to get through the day without hoping that the person next to you, you on know. the bus doesn't realize that that came from you. That's, <laughs> that's it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, you know, it's life life can be you know that big smelly source of effervescence mm -hmm. <laughs> not very it's not the yep. thing you think of when you think of the word effervescence you think True. light and you know citrusy bubbly you know like sprite or, or seven up or, yeah <laughs> champagne champagne exactly you know but some <clears throat> sometimes it's a septic <laughs> Cesspool. There we have we there we have the yin and yang again. There's yin and yang again, exactly. It's, it's just life. Yeah, it's just life, and you know, got it. Sometimes you got to air out that septic. You just got to. <laughs> so true. You gotta. You gotta let, to let. You gotta go. release that toxicity. It's. It's. That's what nature does. It's. It is. Thank you, Pat. It is what nature it, does, and I tell my husband that. Do you tell your husband? That? I tell him that all the time. Yes, I yes I farted. <laughs> Let's not make a big deal out of it. Actually, I don't call it that. I say I 
So no, I foo feed. Oh, I like that. I foofied. He was like, what's the difference? There's a difference. <laughs> Just know that there's, so there's a difference. So there's a difference. That's right. But... Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I stopped the show with my fart yeah, jokes. No. <laughs> but, you know, you have to, you have to laugh. It, it really life. is. Laughter's another one of those. You were talking about the kids blowing bubbles, right? Laughter's another yeah. one of those effervescent exchanges of oh, yeah. energy. Absolutely. You know, just laughter is so contagious. I mean, I had a Joyce Shirley, um, who's a hypnosis colleague of mine, another healer in our community. Um, Joyce used to teach a class about laughter and it being good medicine and it was such a good um such a good program i wonder if i could ever like bring her out of retirement so to speak to do that again here sometime but um yeah there's there's laughter reiki there's laughter qigong yeah there's probably laughter yoga I mean. there's probably a laughter hypnosis yeah. Um, yeah i mean and it's it really is medicine it there are documented cases and yeah. studies of people healing. Notable by, studies from work. Yeah. From watching funny movies or, mm -hmm. or yeah. Telling jokes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a, a lot of, you know, um, I want to say it was Yale in the Yale Medical Review. I was doing research for... Um, the case study paper that I'm working on. And, you know, there was, um, and I want to say it was Yale, but they did a, a study about laughter. And I want to say they, it's either Arizona University or the University of Arizona. Pardon me, Arizonians, if I got that wrong somehow, but maybe it's Arizona State. I'm not sure. But one of the colleges out in Arizona has, like, um, a course, like, on like the like consciousness of laughter or something like okay. along those lines like they teach a college yeah. course about laughter yeah. um and i just thought that that's just that's really interesting because i don't know if we think of laughter in the effervescence way of you know sometimes you just it comes up like like a snort or a you know just a little mm -hmm. smirk or a giggle and then before you know it you're laughing like one of those big belly laughs that hurts mm -hmm. and you just don't know if that next breath is going to be able to calm you down or just inflate a whole new level of <laughs> excitement, right? How, yeah. Have you ever had one of those, like, oh, horrendous yeah. belly laughs? Oh, my gosh. That just yeah. your ribs hurt for hours afterward? Yeah. yeah. Or I peed my pants. Oh, I've that. done that, folks. <laughs> I, if you've learned nothing in this last ten minutes, I share everything, apparently. <laughs> No well, and I, I consciously try to watch something every day that makes me laugh. You know? I do too. I go to bed watching Friends usually because it just mm -hmm. it typically makes me laugh unless it's the last season and I catch the last two episodes and then I'm bawling. But oh um, yeah, <laughs> but you know, good good tears because yeah. Um, but yeah, it 
laughter is just so good for the soul and it's one of those other that's just one of those other things I think about when that word effervescent and that exchange of energy in yes. humans um, yeah I, um, I won't there's stories I have around laughter regarding my family but I would be disowned if I told them on the podcast um, so I'll just you don't want to do that. no I don't want to do that but I'll just um, in, in any family members that might be listening uh, they know exactly what I'm talking about <laughs> we've been We've been known to play board games and laugh a little too hard, and it got the best better of us. We'll just say that. Okay. And, um, you know, but, yeah, if that's a, laughter is just, I think, probably the one, one of the most, other than your breathing, it's probably the most free exchange of effervescent energy that you can recycle for yourself. Well, just, yeah, just... Just think how much you're letting go of in that process. Yeah. Just think how much change there is to your physiology in those moments. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and especially if you're doing this consciously, and that's what these classes we're talking about mm-hmm. would be, where, you know, you're not only just having a laugh, but you are aware of it you're conscious of it you're having the intention of you know letting go of anxiety or depression or stress or or uh, illness whatever it is that you are working on and the power of that I mean if you really think of that, it's you know oh I'm my hands yeah. are like yeah mine too. <laughs> because you know, you put that intention in there with that, and sky's the limit. Oh, yeah. And it's it's unlike probably anything you've ever felt before or have, haven't felt perhaps in a very long time when that yeah. consciousness, that conscious awareness, you know, collides in that moment, and you're just like, ah. Like, it just frees up so much. Uh, you know, toxins and releases yeah. negativity yeah. and I can certainly staleness. why that could heal someone because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, you know, we have these blockages in our bodies that cause, that are the root cause of illness. Yeah. And, and then you, you do this conscious practice of laughing and with the intention of un blocking that stagnant energy and you know you could visualize you know how you want to visualize that breaking up and and leaving the body and everything I mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and the other thing I was just thinking was that I think we all probably have something you could think of one thing right now and I can think of something immediately that you know is going to just make you laugh hysterically and my thing is there's a video of my two kids when they were little dancing to Patsy Cline, mm-hmm. and it is it is the funniest thing. And every time I watch it, I am just roaring. Oh my gosh, I yeah. love that. So I'm, I'm sure I'm sure everybody, if you take a second and think about it, you can think of something that you know is going to make you laugh, and that could get you started. And you know. 
give yourself a little laughter meditation. Yes. And I will share what what came to my See, I'm already laughing about it. Yeah. I will share what came to my mind when Pat said, I bet you guys can all think of one thing that just makes you laugh. Um, there, There's a bunch, but the very first thing came to my mind is this... Un, it, it, it could be an annoying um, song for some people. I will tell you that it is for my husband when <laughs> I kind of... I'll, I'll inadvertently sing it when it's appropriate to do so, which means that it's never appropriate. Um, and and if, and if anybody who's listening has ever seen the video for this, you'll understand. So Paul Rudd and Jimmy Fallon did this, saw this video recently called the Teeny Weeny Beanie. And if you've never seen it, maybe I'll post it up on Unscripted later, but um, the Teeny Weeny Beanie song is ridiculous. But for whatever reason, because of how ridiculous Paul Rudd um, just can be, can be <laughs> but play, but he, but with such seriousness and a straight face in this ridiculous song, it, I don't know, I just go into a laughing fit and I could listen to it yeah. over and over again. But speaking of annoying songs that make people laugh, my husband will sing either the song that never ends or to, to try to get me back when I sing teeny weeny beeny. Yeah. Um, my husband will either sing that or he'll say crazy. I was crazy once they locked me in a padded room and, and that there's that whole like children. Keep going. Yeah. And, and I just glare at him like, please stop. Cause it will, we do that though to each other. And, yeah. You know, but that teeny weeny beanie song for whatever just makes me laugh. And there's a picture. Actually, we're wearing this outfit. I have a picture of my husband and I here in my office. Um, so we're wearing this outfit. Look at us all dressed up looking nice mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. um, but just probably an hour or so prior to that picture being taken, <laughs> there's a picture circulating out there on my personal Facebook page of... A blurry uh, picture of the two of us in a restaurant booth in a very fancy restaurant with me with my hand like this over my face and my husband with his over his mouth because for we we got in this laughing fit we were on a cruise with my in-laws and they took us to one of the upscale dining places for our wedding anniversary. And for whatever reason, if you know my husband, you'll know he didn't need a reason. <laughs> other than to laugh. Um, my husband decided... See, this is ridiculous. I hope I can make it through the story. For whatever reason, and he wasn't making fun. I just want to point that out there for some people. Are like, he was mocking. No, he was making fun of himself. Cause he, so our waiter was, was Russian and um, came over. Very, very nice. And, and we and laughed with us during this and just kind of shook his head and walked away from us as he was laughing. Because we when you're on the cruise ship, they come over and they like take your whole order for like, all the courses that you're going to have in one sitting, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So we're we're going around the table and we're ordering, and they get to Chris, and for whatever reason in that moment, he he turned um, like uh, aristocratic Englishman, and this accent came out of him. Yes, his voice changed, and he was like, "And I'll have the," and he's and his mom and dad and I are like, "What the hell just happened?" And in that moment, because I was in slightly embarrassed, though he was not again making fun or mocking, he was just yeah having just fun with the moment in this very fancy restaurant, trying to act like an aristocrat. I guess. <laughs> um, I guess that's the voice. He was just taken over he, by the. He was situation. by the atmosphere. He has the effervescence of the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and he starts to try to order like that, and he then can't take himself seriously, and he, like, busts out in a fit of laughter, to which then I have no choice then to, but to laugh at his ridiculousness, and I'm just looking at our waiter going, oh my gosh, like, and I'm, I'm bawling. Sorry. So then he leaves, and he goes, I'll come back when you guys compose yourselves, and we're, oh, when thank you. Can you. Cause we're, yeah, because we're, like, lost at this point. And so then the whole table is laughing. So finally, my in-laws calm down, and my mom, my, my mother-in-law says, can I get a picture of you, too? Like, you look so nice. And so Chris puts his arm around me and gets close, and his mom goes to take a picture, and out of nowhere, the laughter starts again. And this woman tries for about four times to get this picture. We, oh we straighten gosh. up, we, you know, button our, my mouth and my lip and like, hold my breath, guys. trying to, yeah. And then... She's like, okay, ready? One, two, and... <laughs> and then it's yeah. all over again. And then finally she gave up on us, and she took the picture like this with us just mid-laughter. <laughs> That's cute. And it's our favorite picture of yeah. that vacation. Probably one of our favorite pictures of each yeah. other, just being ridiculous. Yeah, Mike and I have a picture like that where he's he had just made a joke, and... And I have my hand over my face, like, and my eyes are kind of rolling, <laughs> you know, and just, it's really cute. And it's it. so typical of our moments. Yeah. Um, I have to, I have a couple notes here. Oh. So, when you said Paul Rudd, I thought of this. Um, and he's one of these people that you can just look at them and they make you laugh. So they don't have to fun. say anything. I they know. don't have to do anything. You just you just look at them and you start laughing. Love Paul Rudd. And the other thing, mm-hmm. I just yesterday I happened on a video of Fallon and Kevin Bacon, and they and I never saw this before. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, they do first drafts of rock, and they change the lyrics to like famous rock songs, yeah. and they dress up. Yeah. I had never seen it before. Hysterical. And, oh my gosh, I was laughing so hard. And I watched a couple of them, and they were just hilarious. So, so yeah. if you need a good laugh out there, um, first first drafts of rock with Jimmy Fallon. First drafts of rock with Jimmy Fallon. He, he's just another one that just, yeah. he plays so, like his, he'll have so a straight funny. face and be ridiculous, and it just mm-hmm. cracks me up. Yeah. There's some there's some clips from the Tonight Show of him and Will Ferrell that just like do me in like like the um, um, I don't know if you've seen the videos where uh, there's a famous there, there's one that's pretty well known of 
Will Ferrell playing the guy in the audience. I think his name's Peter is the character. And he's the guy in the audience and the band's, um, they're playing like Journeys Don't Stop Believing. Right? Okay. And he's like, no, so then he's like that. mocking back. He was like, or, they're taking a train? Where'd they go? Like he's like yelling back to the, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. yeah, if you need a laugh, there's plenty of yeah. things out there to laugh at. And there's things that you can choose to watch to help, you know, lift your mood, so to speak. And that effervescent, uh, style to to take the weight off so to yeah lift some of that off yeah lighten up the mood so when we come back i'm going to jump into a meditation that's been bubbling since the moment pat picked the word so (laughs) stay tuned we'll be right back you have a word you want Pat and I to consider for a future episode, you can leave it on our Facebook page at Unscripted Energy or email us at unscriptedenergy at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello everybody and welcome back to Unscripted Energy. So we're talking about this word effervescence and you know, the kind of bubbling that happens within us. And so what I thought about throughout the podcast today was this idea of of the bubbling. I kept getting these different metaphors for the bubbling that we either that we're attuned to and we experience or, you know, maybe we're new to meditation practices and we're still trying to discover what that bubbling might be. For us and how we experience it. So I've come up in my head here. We'll see how it comes out of my mouth because I don't really know. I just have some ideas um, on how to put this together of this um, meditation, this guided imagery meditation that we're going to do here. So if it's safe for you to do so, I would invite you to stop where you are and to close your eyes and turn your attention inward for this meditation. If it's not safe for you to do so at this time, you know, find a time when it is and then uh, tune back in and do this meditation then accordingly. Um, and, and if you're somebody who, you know, I wouldn't recommend that you listen to this while you're driving, um, you know, or, or operating heavy machinery. But if you're somewhere and you don't want to meditate and you just want to listen to it, the words um, will still have meaning, I think, to you and the awareness will still be there as you kind of just imagine in your mind's eye even with your eyes open as I go through this meditation. So you can sit comfortably or you can lie down if you choose to and just notice your place in where you are right now with your eyes closed because even with your eyes closed you'll notice the space in front of you You'll notice the space behind you. You'll notice the space below you and above you, to the sides of you. It's like you are in your own little protective bubble. And so imagine, if you will, as you focus on your breath, these tiny little effervescent bubbles of air 
solid little bubbles of air floating in through your nose, the teeniest of bubbles that you can imagine. Coming in and delivering nutrients as they gently pop where they need, planting oxygen in the cells, in the organs, in the tissues, the fibers within. Just focusing on that breath in, carrying to you these little effervescent bubbles of life. And just notice where these bubbles go. Where are they carrying the nutrients in through your nose, into your body, to your mind, into the awareness, up to your brain. The powerhouse for all things within to your eyes or your nose your jaw into your neck your throat notice those tiny little bubbles as they come to your shoulders or your arms hands and fingers and Gently massage away any tension or stress from the top of your head down to the tips of your fingers and your thumbs. Allowing any negativity, toxicity, frustration to be eliminated out through the body's natural elimination system. And we'll shift there in a moment, but just notice as that oxygen comes in carried to the organs and the torso and to the spine, letting go of anything there that fails to serve you well, into the bottom, the legs, the feet, and each and every toe, into the whole self. And then shift your awareness and notice inside your bubble that air, clean, crisp, free. Because as you exhale, notice how as you exhale and negativity and toxicity leaves your bubble, it's like through this little port, this teeniest, tiniest hole at the top of your bubble, while you're still able to maintain this protective surface, there's this teeny little spot right above your head that carries out through the breath out any tension, any stress, any worries or concerns, any shame or guilt, fear. Still safe and protected in the cleansing breath of your bubble and protection in that space. Letting go of whatever fails to serve you well, letting it evaporate out into the ethers through the top layer of that bubble out and away from you. And as you breathe and relax in this awareness in the cleansing, clear space inside your protective bubble, Gently begin to notice as you and your bubble drift down, deeper down, 
Notice the vastness of awareness around you. Maybe you're sitting on the surface of a muddy pond on the surface of the mud below the waterline. And as you notice the awareness around you, it may appear that it's dark and cold and gloomy around you. It's the perception that you have of this place and this space. But in your bubble, you're warm and you're comfortable and you're just noticing the other bubbles gurgling from below the mud. A gentle awareness that below that surface below the mud, deep down in the depths of the muck, that energy exists. It's not so dark and damp after all. It's something gurgling below the surface. And with this curiosity and awareness, you notice as the bubbles from the mud gurgle upward to the surface of the pond and that surface of the pond and the awareness above you. Those bubbles creating these rings, these rings of energy that just seem to gently disturb the surface. Subtle awareness of those rings with every breath in you notice Every breath out, that space expands as those circles expand. And certainly, you can know in this moment that your awareness is no longer on the muck and the mud and whatever's gurgling below the surface, but your awareness has been drawn upward and out toward the light that you see shining on the surface of the pond and the ripples of every breath out carrying away your worries, your frustrations, your troubles. And just notice as you continue to breathe and relax into that space that the circles widen. You begin to notice that you're actually floating upward towards the surface, towards that light, towards the sun. Soon you begin to notice like the laughter of a child in the wind, that you're part of this orchestra of bubbles from a child's creation, from the breath of youth floating upward and outward on an adventure, not into the unknown, but into the yet-to-be-discovered. As you just drift and float, here in the present, allowing the wind to carry you wherever it may. Take a big deep breath into the security and the safety of your bubble. And as you exhale out, just float out, out into the universe, maybe across the oceans and the mountains. 
maybe across the clouds and into the heavens. Maybe you pass by the pearly gates and up into the stars. And it's in that moment you realize the balance of the darkness of the heavens and the darkness of the earth, that in between each breath, in between the darkness, It's always darkest before the dawn, and in between the darkness there is light. And as we breathe in the effervescence of the life in the light, and the awareness of the life in the darkness, we exhale and let go of any impurities, any preconceived notions, any expectations of what's to come. And just rest in the knowing that we are safe and protected in this moment. And the view is magnificent. Namaste. Namaste. Mm. Mm. How is your view? Thank you. I had a I had a really cool moving bubble, like circling. Yeah. Around. I mean, my it was it was like a moving bubble. It was cool. Mine was like a soap bubble, like mostly clear, but like an the white <clears throat> outer rim with like purples and magenta and blue and green, kind of in there. Yeah. yeah. I had like I had like violet. And clear, like clear, where I could see out. Mm -hmm. But there was like this. How would I describe it? This violet hue of a yeah, like strands of light or something like that. Awesome, it's cool. And then I could see the the landscape, but like what you were describing. And yeah, I was. I I actually kind of transported back to. A space in my childhood that I always liked to explore. It was a little, mm. a little part of a, of a creek that always had like the water was always very clear, and I could see to the bottom, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, could see all the, uh, the fish or the little water spiders, you know, just kind of mm -hmm. playing, and, you know, was always always aware that there's something underneath that rock because it's you yeah. know bubbling there, and, and then, you know. It, and transported from that space over the fields from where I grew up and mm -hmm. just kind of seeing it from, with different eyes, if you will. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. cool. It just felt um, healing. Yeah. It felt, it felt like the bubble was, I mean, it, when I think of being in a bubble like that, I always imagine healing and protection protection kind of like, like a, a cocoon so that yeah, you can hibernate for a little bit yeah protective field mm -hmm, yeah. around you mm -hmm. i like that well thanks for letting me share that and thanks for that Absolutely. awesome layered effervescence thank you yeah that was really fun that, that was, was really fun yeah. yeah so wherever you are today and whatever you do as you go from this place and you listen i hope that you find bubbles of joy and bliss and happiness and healing 
whatever those bubbles are that you need or whatever that energy is you need inside your bubble. I hope it finds you or you find it on your journey as we go forth. So with that, I'm Nora Noble signing off for Unscripted Energy. Be well, stay safe. Peace. You have been listening to Unscripted Energy, a podcast by hosts Nora Noble and Pat Jones. The viewpoints on Unscripted Energy are those solely of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of our followers or commentators. Thank you for tuning in to Unscripted Energy.